Let us introduce you to Triple M's Weekend Breakfast. Loz is best known for making common life mistakes and drinking too many Coopers at the Exeter Hotel. Tomo is a battling hills footballer, bricklayer and number one ticket holder in the Bruce McAvaney fan club. Now this really is delicious. The new way to wake up on weekends, 7 till 9am Saturday and Sunday. Triple M's Weekend Breakfast with Loz and Tomo. So you sent me this actually. It was a Facebook meme and it said sort of answering the comments. Yeah. And basically it was like, uh, what should men stop doing immediately in the bedroom? Yeah, that's right. It's because blokes just get into these sort of habits where they think they're yeah. a sort of king dick. Mm. Uh, Literally. <laughs> and uh, and just think they've got, you know, some sort of new move or some sort of, uh, you know, what, what separates them from the rest of the lads. I, yeah. I don't think it's always their fault because I think women are sort of trained to not say anything or they're too embarrassed to say something mm. like, I don't like that. That doesn't work for me. And why would you say that? What do you mean? You can't say that. What? Be not, honest. Not allowed. Yeah. Well, that's why you guys are all terrible in bed. Grin and bear it, mate. <laughs> God. Anyway. So finally <laughs> women have had their say in the comment section. Most of them we can't read out. No. But uh, can we get some uh, lovey music oh, going? Here we go. This so- be nice. Oh, what's this? Sounds like a meditation yeah. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Bit of sax on the beach. Sonia, 38, yoga instructor. Here we go. She has a massive glass of white wine in her hand. Yeah, big time. <laughs> and it's 8.30 yes. a.m. <laughs> it's okay, honey. The yoga balances it out. <laughs> All right. So what should men stop doing in the bedroom uh, immediately? According to Amanda in the comments, the minute... We say that feels good. You guys stop doing it. And then it's like you complain when we don't tell you what we like. But I can guarantee you this is something that seems to happen all the time. Right. When you go, oh, yeah, like that, Mm. (laughs) something will happen. Mm. A change of position. We're just keeping you on your toes. (laughs) That's what we're doing. Keeping everyone, you know, wanting more. Okay, here's another one. This is from April. She says, harder does not mean faster. Oh, God, seriously. What, what more do you guys want? Harder. <laughs> Not faster. Yeah. No, that is a thing. It's like uh, the speed goes up. Right. But okay. really, that's not the problem. But you'd, you'd rather... Okay, okay. Falcon <laughs> says, keep your sloppy puppy tongue out of my ear. Oh. Kissing of the ear? All you've accomplished is an ear puddle upstairs and a, des- and a Sahara desert downstairs. It's a new wet willy. <laughs> oh. There's just so many things we can't say. Okay. Um, <laughs> stop asking. This is her, Amber says, stop asking who my daddy is because I'm going to tell you the truth. <laughs> His name's it's, Brian. It's your brother. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that was helpful, guys. Okay. Good luck tonight. Just have a bit of that and take that into your weekend when you're heading out tonight. <laughs> Put your dancing shoes on. <laughs> Make sure you got your checklist. Keep your puppy dog tongue to yourself. Harder, not faster. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so this is going to be covered, you know, up and down all around town. But Everywhere. I just want to talk about it from two fans of the Crows. Yep. Our perspective mm-hmm. of what it was like for the last few years with this whole collective mind saga, the Crows camp um, that made made headlines because it was apparently um, uh, too over the top, mm-hmm. you know, really Ingest. unethical things happened on the camp. Yep. And um, Caroline, it was all over the news. It was everywhere, mate. Not only just in 
Adelaide, and this is the this is the thing. So when it breaks out of the South Australian bubble and it becomes a national issue, mm. which it has over in Melbourne, like yep. you know, and whether you like it or not, it is the AFL, but mm. it's not actually. It's a lot of it is the VFL. Yeah. Okay. So the Melbourne media is based around the the ten Melbourne teams, yep. like or the Victorian teams, I should say. They don't talk about us. No, much. but when it comes over and it seeps into like mm. a, he- a headline and a top story over there, yep. and it becomes a witch hunt. Yeah. This is where things get interesting, which has happened over the past four years with the Crows camp. Well, we didn't know the way it was spoken about so freely, yeah. like they knew exactly what had happened yep. in this camp and uh, you know, us as consumers of the media, you believe them. Absolutely you do. Because, and it was devastating. But because it was everywhere. That's yeah. the thing. And there was, you know, where there's smoke, there's fire yeah. with a few things as well. And because it, it it had taken so long for it to come out, it's mm. like to me, I don't think, that, and there might have been, to be honest, but I don't recall there being a sticking point that the Crows or anyone else has come out and gone, this did not happen. Yeah. Do you know, do you know what I mean? They might have, and it, it could have been deflected a little bit, yeah. but even if they did do that, the yeah. overpowering of the journalists and the media mm-hmm. personalities in Melbourne, and even yeah. here in our great state of South yeah. Australia as well, it basically, it, it, it put more oxygen to the fire. Totally. I mean, Caroline Wilson, Sam McClure, they're big names. Huge. Um, they're, there are going to be 13 publications retracted. Yep. And they're going to have to put out huge apologies mm. for the things they've said. You just, as a person who's watching the news, believe that those people have journalistic integrity. And um, I don't know what happened, whether they had some personal vendetta or a bee in their bonnet, or they just thought it was going to sell advertising. It was going to sell newspapers. I don't know why they did what they did. Yep. They really believed it or what? So I've got two points on this. We've had people lose their jobs from the Adelaide Football Club, Mm -hmm. and it might not be 100% wholeheartedly because of this reason, but it is. it seems like a majority is. I reckon there's a couple that could probably be traced directly back to Don Pike and Brett Burton are the two. Okay, for sure. Yeah, Yeah. 100%. So they've had to be, they've, they've moved on. Well, they were the sacrificial lambs because people right. wanted a whipping boy. Correct, 100%. They wanted and, blood over it. And the other thing, this is the thing that really pisses me off. So all this happens for four years. They write all this stuff. They're retracting 13 articles that are already out there, that mm. have already been read, and, mm. and, and a couple of videos that have already been watched by thousands, millions of people. Mm. And all they have to do is say, I'm sorry. So where is the accountability for journalists when they can just write and do whatever they want. There needs to be something, Was It's happened already this week where Tom Morris has said mm. that Justin Langer has had to reapply for his job of the mm. Australian cricket side. Mm-hmm. When there's been numerous accounts that have come out and said that is incorrect. Right. So how does that happen? Where's your accountability? Your accountability is that you can be sued. If you defame someone, you can be sued for defamation. Right. Most people just don't follow through with the legal, the legal stuff. The legality of it all. But if it, I think that if those people who lost their jobs wanted to, they could contact They've got a, a leg to stand on. They might have a leg to stand on. So, But it's not like there's just a, a person in the sky that goes, you were a bad journalist, now you, you know. You don't like, lose a job, you yeah. Kind of have to, it has to be followed up by the victims. Yeah. It was a massive relief to hear yesterday morning um, as a fan. Yeah. Because... I hate to say it, I did believe a lot of the shit I read about it and it really disappointed me. Yep. Um, I never stopped loving the Crows, but mm. I just thought, God, that sucks mm. that my club would do this. Mm. So to find out that that wasn't true um, and that, you know, Safe Work SA and the government all found and AFL found that it was actually 
no wrong things yep. were done. Um, but it made me sad sitting next to Rue because I just thought how stressful and frustrating it would be to be a part of a club that's getting absolutely destroyed in the press. And also, football, it can never escape the fact that everyone has a team. Mm -hmm. And if a team that's not your team or a team that is your um, rival yep. does something wrong or is seen to do something wrong, people pile in. I agree. And it's that you just can't escape it. Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone reporting on this was really, um, what's the word? I don't think anyone reporting on this would have been unbiased because mm. everyone has their own opinions about, uh, you know, teams because of the, the team they support. So there was a massive pile in from Port supporters. Mm. There was a massive pile in from Victorians and they wanted to believe all of that shit about us. So it was just easy. It was easy for them to believe it, um, even though it wasn't true. So we found a article on Ranker.com. Yeah, Ranker.com. <laughs> Ranker. Oh, what a bloody ranker. Yeah, seriously. I've got a couple of mates that are real rankers. <laughs> you like to go home and have a bit of a rank, don't you? <laughs> anyway. Oh, um, no. <laughs> so these, there are some really funny things. Before we get to these, mm -hmm. I nearly got fired once when I was young because my boss saw me drinking out of my water bottle Oh, and he was a psychopath oh, and he right. was like, customers don't want to see you sucking back on that water. Yeah. He literally said sucking back on that water. Is I'll never right? forget it. And I was like, so I was 14. Yeah. Like just having a bit of hydration. He said, consider this your last warning. <laughs> yeah. It was my first warning. Now knowing you at 32, it'd probably be vodka. <laughs> okay. A couple of things there. One, I'm 30, yeah, not 32. It. Like the, al no, the alcoholism I is, I don't, you reek. I don't drink vodka. <laughs> it's not my drink. It would be a brown spirit. Zero four triple eight five one zero four seven. What was the weird reason you got fired? Read a couple out, please, Loz. Okay. <laughs> Someone said uh, I got threatened with a disciplinary because I fanned myself in a meeting in the middle of summer after they refused to open windows. Wow, that's fair enough. <laughs> Documents of her reading, <laughs> not pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on what kind of documents. <laughs> Pay slip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can be quite pleasurable. Oh, man. Uh, when I worked in federal government, some of my workmates and I were called into the office for booing because we were seen having breakfast together before work and hadn't invited the other 50 people in our team. Had <laughs> local cafe. Yeah, I just need a table of 65. Yeah. <laughs> Capacity's 12. Oh, well, too bad. We're going to the next one. You miss out. Oh, Someone man. who was a newsreader said, I got fired for describing a dog. Sorry, this is really funny. Yeah. I got fired for describing a dog as a crafty canine in a news clip about a dog climbing out of a fenced kennel. My boss told me I was using what I like to call wordy words. <laughs> Just keep it plain and simple, love. Keep it plain and simple. Um, this is from a lawyer. Okay. I got in trouble for my password having a swear word in it. I asked them, how could you possibly know my password that is just for me? And I got fired for it. Ian said... Ian said... I didn't bring a woman a saucer for her tea. <laughs> I, worked, I worked at an old spaghetti factory. 
I was fired for this. Can you imagine that? <laughs> old, old big Ezer just thought he'd do the right thing. Get someone a cuppa. Yeah, make her a cuppa. Comes back with the Lipton. <laughs> Here you go. No saucepan. You've lost your job. <laughs> Zip. You get out, Ian. Zero four triple eight five one zero four seven. That is the number. The weird reason you got fired, old Asa. Leave the saucepan and the keys on the fridge, big boy. Pack your gear. You're out of here. Oh, this one is just—I don't even know if I can read it out, but I'm going to yep. anyway. Um, Jean Michel says, <laughs> "I had razor burn on my upper lip. It happens." Um, I got tired of people asking about it, so I told one woman who asked that I had feline AIDS. <laughs> she went to our manager and complained she was worried about working with someone who was feline AIDS positive. That's all right. <laughs> Forget the COVID. <laughs> the AIDS coming out. Beautiful. Make sure you wear protection, doll. Uh, 0-4-8-5-1-0-4-7 is the number if you want to get involved on the text line. Elmer sent through here. Um, I was actually sick one day. And I posted to my story that I was playing Animal Crossing and a co-worker saw it and complained to the boss and said, Elm is meant to be sick. Why is she playing games? I was in bed playing a video game and got called in and received a warning. Uh, okay. Uh, I haven't read this one through, but I'm just going to wing it. Playing Minesweeper because I'd finished everything I was given to do and my supervisor wouldn't give me anything else. One of the name partners walked in, totally lost his shite and fired me on the spot. About 20 minutes later, I was unfired and promoted. Yeah, I should have read that through. It was shit. (laughs) (laughs) That was the worst text of all time. Oh, what a lame text. Um, I got one here from Darren. My boss told us we need to build our own personal brand, brand. So I did exactly that. And then he called me in and he got mad because I was gaining more traction than his company. <laughs> this is the thing. You train people up and then you get mad when they're good at their jobs. Yeah. Psychopath. So I was talking to Ruin Dits this week about communication on social media apps for millennials. Okay. I mean, they're very much the text message call people. Yep. They yep. don't even really read their emails. Like if you want to get through to them, it's text message or call. Yeah, right. There is a WhatsApp for our sort of group as a brecky group, brecky group mm. but it's it's not the most trustworthy way to get to them. Okay. I don't know. The only way to really get through is text and call. Yep. But I was saying that millennials have all of these platforms that they're continuously communicating Big on time. all the time. So yep. like my best friend Angela and I will be communicating on Instagram, Messenger, um, text, Snapchat, all at the same time. So that's so weird. Uh, I, ha- I hate that. I, I really, really hate that because when you do that over three or four different platforms, mm. it's three or four different conversations. It is. Then you're not talking about the same thing. No, you're not. They Each of them have their own theme I lose and track. vibe. When but don't pe- you know what I mean? Like when, I, I know, mate. I, I totally know. But when... Someone, you know, is Snapchatting me and Instagramming, mm. I'll just call you. Right. So that's me. I'm a call first sort of operator it's a bit boomer now. of you. But yeah, yeah, it is. It is. Now, let me give you my order of um, casual to serious in okay. terms of the apps, right? Yep. The top of the list is the least serious, most chill. The bottom of the list is like, we need to talk right now. This is a professional call. Yep. You know what I mean? Okay. Most casual, Snapchat. Yeah, Snapchat is, isn't it? And it's and it's a dying breed, I'll be it, honest. It's a, it's a dying uh, yeah. entity. And I don't even res- uh, expect a reply. No. no you know? No, I'll send I'd, it out. I'd take an open with a blue triangle. Next one. That's right. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> yeah. Next one, Instagram. Okay? Yeah. 
It's for liking, yep. it's for tagging people and things, sending stories, replying to stories, but you're not having a real serious conversation. You've actually got 48 hours to reply. Totally. Messenger, that gets, starts to get a little bit yep. more, the expectations are a bit higher. Yeah, you can agree. contact people that you don't know very well agree. on Messenger. Yep, Reach sure. out. WhatsApp, just above that. And I only say that because you'll often get people who are family members overseas, uh-huh. that sort of thing, who use WhatsApp and that's the only thing they use. Yep. And it's a lot of group work yeah, environments. Okay. Text message comes after that. That's more serious. And that's quite intense, I feel, the text message. That's for mum. That's for my auntie. I'm going to be honest. The text message is for, for of importance. Yeah. So if someone messages me on Messenger, yep. which I, I know what you're saying, it's semi-important. Yeah. But text like, is... Or yeah. if someone... This is a classic one, all right? And I've got a rule here. Yeah. If someone texts me... About tickets, if they want tickets to go see something or they want a, something, you know, with the a triple favor. M or something yeah, like yeah. that. I will take that on board more than if someone messages me on Messenger. Yep. Because they don't have your number. That's right. I agree. After text message comes email. Oh, I hate emails. Hate emails, but they're very serious. I hate emails. Then comes call. If I'm getting a physical nah, phone call from you. I'm the other way. What? I, I think emails are more important than calls. If I see my boss... Calling? If I see Matt O'Reilly's name come up as a call, really? I take that more serious than do an you? email. Big time. Really? Yep. Finally. Do what I do. Just decline them. <laughs> <laughs> On Triple M Summer Breakfast with Loz and Tomo, it's time for the Breaky Buzz Off. Summer, that's two weeks in a row. I've already spoken to Sam about this. Get that opener sorted. You haven't spoken to him, have you? I haven't said a thing. <laughs> Morning, producer Alicia. Good morning, guys. How are we? We're going really good. We're going to go head to head, you and I, in a game yes. of Brecky Buzz Off. Tomo's going to give us a category and a letter. Yep. We're just going to answer as quickly as we can. Absolutely. It's pretty intense. Best Winner of takes five. glory. Um, so we'll do a practice question. Name. Okay. Don't use the same one. <laughs> Name a street. No, mate. In the CBD. You use this every week. Starting with a letter. P. Pulteney. And I say the same thing every week. Pretty quick. <laughs> Unbelievable. If I wasn't quick, you'd have to give me an MRI. <laughs> There's no excuse. All right, here we go. <clears throat> Name something you would buy in a surf shop, starting with a letter W. Wakeboard. <laughs> Holy shit. I don't, I don't know how I came up. I was going for wallet or something, you know? I mean, I do. At least this isn't an insult at all, but looking at you, I wouldn't immediately assume. No. no. I am not a sporty person. <laughs> but like surfy as well. Like, that's a very specific niche. Wait for it. That's it. Wow. It's unbelievable. We'll see you on the, so see you on the back of the biscuit next. <laughs> all right, question number two of the breaky buzz off. Okay. 5th of February, 2022 style. Yeah. Style. <laughs> um, name something you would purchase for a new home, starting with a letter T. Toaster. Absolutely. You did. <laughs> the only thing that came to my mind was train. <laughs> train. Train set for the kids. Would have taken it. But that that's not that's not something you get with a new house. Yeah, but I, oh, I know, you can bring I your own you, one. When I brick mine up, it's the first thing that went in. Choo choo. And, and I sold it. <laughs> Three bed, one bath, one train set. <laughs> Why is that so funny? That's okay. so stupid. One off. <laughs> um, 
Name something you would take to a rock concert. Oh, what? For God's sake. Starting with the letter V. Velcro wallet. <laughs> no. Absolutely. Yeah. What? Mate, you're rocking out to Dave Gleason <laughs> in the streaming debts with a Velcro. I'm telling you right now. Velcro yeah. wallet. No. Mate, when they check your ID, they check the sound of the Velcro opening first. Those rock dogs. Those old rock dogs, mate. Those they old cannot, school mad dog bastards. They can't, they can't risk a zipper. Exactly. They can't risk a magnet close. You've got to have the crow. Apple Pay wants that. They were originally called the Black Velcros. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Okay, two one. Okay. Um, this is the winner, Loz. <laughs> Black Velcro's is superb. What is that? What is it called when you peak? <laughs> when you peak? I, I think I just peaked. <laughs> Career, personal, all of that. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh, to no. win it, Loz, stay in at UK. <clears throat> Name something you would purchase when you go back to school at the start of the year, beginning with a letter E. Eraser. What? Yeah, too yeah. good. Yeah. Good call. Yes. You would. you got to take your rubbers, mate. <laughs> I was going to say, is that it? do you say eraser? Yeah, or do you we say do. rubber here? Because oh. I say rubber. Do you? So yeah, that's but... not. Well, you're doing both, mate. Remember, yeah. rubbers have two. We grew here, you flew in. <laughs> right now, a little segment to make you think. It's Laws and Tomo's Shower Thoughts. So these are the thoughts that come to you in the shower when you've got that sort of, you're in that hypnotic state in the morning, the yep. water's hot, the steam's going, and these weird thoughts float into your mind. Yeah, big time. It always seems to be in the shower. Mm. Do you have one? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've got a heap. But this is the one... Actually, do you know what, Loz? What? I'm, I'm going to swap the order because I think as soon as if I finish on mine... It'll be too much. It'll be too much and you won't be able to. I'm helping you out here, mate. Mate, you, that's, what do we say in radio? Don't pump yourself up too much. No, but I, this will get you. Okay. I like, and I don't actually usually take this high road with this one, but this will actually blow your mind. Okay. Okay, well, I'll go with mine first. I've only got one, so that's fine. Um, for some reason... And I feel like everyone can agree. Why is it that you feel more naked when you're wearing shoes and nothing else oh. than if you were just completely naked? That may be mine. So if you're walking around the house completely naked, but you've got a pair of sneakers on, oh my God. you are so naked. Why is that? <laughs> also, wearing a t-shirt, but absolutely nothing on the bottoms. Yeah. Very naked for it, some it reason. It feels straight, but not as much as the shoes. The shoes. You're bloody right. Yeah. And God, does it feel good as well. Sometimes <laughs> I sometimes I surprise my uh, fiance, Charlie. Yeah. I put my new trainers on. I go, baby, have a bit of this. Have the old windmill. <laughs> you can leave your new bounce on. <laughs> Asics. <laughs> oh, sorry. Have you already signed a deal, Mr. National Radio? Um. Okay, here we go. Oh God! That you've you've really put the pressure on. That was. Okay. Good. I thought mine was outstanding, but okay. Let's see, see what I go. did. I undersold mine and yeah. blew you away. Well, sorry, I was just going off recent form with the shower <laughs> thoughts, and you've been putrid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 
Now, thought of this because Liam Gallagher is going to be on with Dave Gleason on Monday night, okay? Yeah, and you're going to be so, there. So his name's Liam. Yeah. Did you know that the name Liam mm. is just short for William? Huh. <laughs> it is. It, well, maybe it is sometimes, but... <laughs> All it is is short for William. It will, I am. William. <laughs> Liam. I thought it was a lot better in my head. You guys aren't giving me much. I thought just, that was just yeah, insane. But, but we've all there are all kinds of names that have different names in them. Give me one. Oh, um, um, uh, this is good. You bastard! You have you can't do this. This is good. You can't do that. What else have you got? Hang on, let me just think. Okay, well we're running all out right. of time. Okay. It's lost. All right, Tristan. Stan. Tristan. <laughs> Stan. Well, it depends how you spell it. He has to write it out. T-R-I-S-T-A-N. Yeah, but a lot of people have an I after the T as I well. I know a guy. Tristan. Okay. I know a guy <laughs> who goes by Stan. Yeah. Right? No, and you don't. For years. No. We've been calling him Stan or Stanley, and we found out recently <laughs> that Stan is actually short for Tristan. Are you And serious? not short. For Stanley, and I have never felt more betrayed in my entire That's life. That's unbelievable. That's like going up to someone and, get mate, how you going? Yeah, Matthew. Yeah, mate's call me Hugh. <laughs> I love it. Shower thoughts. <laughs> Had a very um, important work meeting yep. with the Brecky team and a big boss uh, here at Triple M. In yep. fact, like, big boss at the whole Southern Cross Austeria, yeah. not just Triple M. Huge. So I was nervous. Like, Massive. Never met this person before. Had one phone conversation with them briefly. In my and you life. didn't know who he was? <laughs> when he called me, I didn't know. Well, do you know who he is? I'm all over it. You do I know not. all the big bosses around here. You do not. It was just a, a quick call and yeah. I answered it and was very polite. And then afterwards, someone said, who, who are you talking to? And I said his name. and they Dave nearly, Cameron. They nearly shit themselves yeah. because they were like, what did you say? You know, he's the big boss. Mm. And I said, oh, oh, I just didn't. Oh, oh. Yeah, anyway. So we and had he, a big meeting uh, with him. He heard your wine bottle just fall <laughs> off the desk. Just another nine to five gig for Lozzie. <laughs> It was a Tuesday morning, <laughs> stressful brekkie show. You paint quite the picture for someone who has whiskey on their breath. That is true. <laughs> so we had a meeting with him and everyone was on their very best behaviour. Yep, like it. And we were about 20 minutes into the meeting and Dave Cameron, and I hope he doesn't mind me saying this, um, he said the word shit. He said S-H-I-T. Okay. Yep. And it was in conversation and it was very funny and casual. Yep. But it made me think... I wouldn't have sworn in that meeting, obviously, as the person who was not the most powerful in the room. Yeah. But there are often times in work meetings when swearing just feels wrong. It feels inappropriate. Yeah, when it's a real important one, absolutely. But then I spoke to someone else recently who's a lawyer and they said, oh God, I'd never swear in a work meeting. Oh, wow. Ever. Just It's just not the done thing. It's very unprofessional. See, this is the thing. And it's a thing that I like with yeah. is professionalism. <laughs> oh, well, clearly. Because I, I just like to just, yeah. Make like, everyone, I feel make really everyone comfortable. comfortable. Yes. But it makes some people uncomfortable to swear. And I think one of the fundamental um, cause of my being is, is the sort of, I'm trying to make everyone feel at ease yep. by doing what makes me feel at ease. Yeah. But not everyone feels at ease by that. Do you know the other thing about work meetings and these bloody Zoom chats and all this stuff that, mm. you, that you have to do when, you, when you're working in not just this job, a lot of jobs out there, the mm. majority, is you're looking at someone 
you know, straight down the barrel. You're mm. looking at them straight in the eye and they're saying all these big words and coming out with these big statements. And I'm just like, mate, I've seen you have 15 cans at the Christmas show. <laughs> yeah. I can't take you seriously. Well, this is the whole, this is the whole floor of the Christmas show is that. Isn't, uh, sorry. It, it could have been any show. Yeah. Loves a sip. Yeah. This person <laughs> absolutely Who? loves a sip. You. Me. No, it's not you. Someone else. But, um, yeah. but you're looking at them straight in the eye. And it's just like, this is unbelievable. Can't take you seriously. I've yeah. seen you get it on with the receptionist on the photocopier. <laughs> Both of you are married. <laughs> I'm not talking about this workplace, by the way. Triple F. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about an unnamed other three-letter <laughs> BCA. Let's just, if you can rearrange those, C-A-B. If you can rearrange those into something. Anyway. Oh, man. A couple of texts that have come through here. You need to be working minimum at the company eight months before you can swear. Like that. Because okay. I, can, I can understand that. If you yep. come in bloody Joe Blow, you know, your first couple of weeks and you're dropping mm. bloody, you know. In a meeting, sitting S-bombs. at your desk, talking next to each other, that's a different story. But yeah. if you're in a professional meeting environment. Why is that? I don't know. Why I don't know why that? anything is the way it is, yeah, mate. seriously. Um, someone said, I work in government. I got a written warning for swearing in a meeting. I would love to know what the word was. But there are so many, like, you can't be saying the worst one. Well, you can't say the worst one. You can't say the worst yeah. one in a work meeting. The C-bomb is absolutely You just absolutely not. can't. You cannot say crap in that meeting. <laughs> like, that is just something else. Shivers, I thought you were going to say crud. I was getting really nervous. <laughs> <you> naughty boy. Zero four triple eight five one zero four seven. can you swear in a work meeting? Um, Tom's a tradie. He says, if I, I don't have much to say if I can't swear. Yeah, exactly. That's all, <laughs> that's all they I, do. Yeah. And I am a, a bricklayer, salt of the earth, community battler, and Gosh. that's all we do. Jeez, yeah. Can you stop referring to yourself as a salt of the earth community battler now that you're on national radio? Oh, come on, mate. Seriously. I sit there in the corner. That's all I do. I press the buttons. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Gleeso's bitch. <laughs> <laughs> now, Loz, mm. this week's been an interesting one for me. Um, mm-hmm. We had no footy training on Tuesday night. A bit of a rest night, okay? Yeah. Um, so... We thought it'd be a good idea to maybe just do some of our own stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. So me and a couple of the boys. Fieldsy was one of them. Love Fieldsy. Rickers was the other one. <laughs> Rickers and, never met him. <laughs> great guy. <laughs> and uh, anyway, we're going to get trained by Charlie, my partner. Your fiance. That's right. She's yeah. a PT. She's a PT by trade. Hasn't been doing it, oh, maybe for uh, oh, probably 18 months now. Sure. Um, but still just, has all the skills Still there. has it all. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I said to her, I said, Charles, do you mind giving us a bloody flogging down the oval? Because we need, <laughs> and, and then, then take us for a session. <laughs> that is out, that is outrageous. Anyway, so I'll just say, no, seriously, like we, we would love to yeah. get a bit of a sweat up for mm-hmm. an hour or something like that. What'd she say? And she's like, absolutely love to get back into it. Has always sure. loved it. And yep. got the old, got the apps on her phone, connected up to the speaker and she's making us do these Two minute runs, yep. s- see how far you can get. 30 mm-hmm. second break, two minute run. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we're going around and around and it gets to like, you know, run number five or something like that. And, Exhausted. Oh, rooted, like yep. completely done. And then she's just sort of like given me the eyes and gone, do this and told me another thing that I have to do. And it, 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 sort of the sensations come over me. I'm like, I, and I, I dug deep for her. I dug that. I found something. <laughs> I found something. I dug really, really deep and I found this burst of energy. And 
I don't know what it was. I think I know what it was. What mate. was it? I think you were turned on. It was by your girlfriend telling you what to do. It was something else. Aggressive in a, in a physical capacity. Yeah, but and, you have a weird thing about exercise though, because when she gets home from a run, oh, you love it. Oh, I think it's it's unbelievable. Yeah. And I don't know why. I and I try and give her a hug or something like that, and she feeling, you know, as you do, you feel all sweaty. You don't gross. want anyone all over you. you. Yeah. And I'm just like, God. It's power. Don't even shower tonight, love. Oh, Seriously. Right. Stick, stick to the sheets. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, Tommy. What? Never been more uncomfortable in my life. Well, I just don't. It doesn't. You like a powerful woman. That's what it is. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's showing her power. God. Yeah, I mean, you want to control her, obviously, all yeah. the other times. Yeah, obviously. Like, I've got her mentally, but <laughs> physically. No, but this is the thing, and it begs the question on 0488851047 if you want to get in touch right now. Because I reckon there would be so many clients out there that get it on with the PT. Right, because you think, okay, but the, but that you're engaged to this woman. Yeah, but I, I, Yeah, but forget that. Forget that. Okay. If she was just a chick. No, no, no. Well, they, I, I know what you mean. It's completely different. But there would be people out there that are doing things for their personal trainer that would think, uh, do you know what I mean? I dead further. set reckon it would go further. It would, oh, let's catch up for a, mm. a coffee after or a drink after or something like that. I, I think there would be a lot of PTs out there chopping their clients. Uh, I, I don't know. I think it's interesting. I don't know. You have to have the, the PT attracted to them too. And if you're like some unfit grub, yeah, it doesn't matter true. how hot you think she is. Yeah, that's true. She has to want you back. Yeah, well, maybe in a year's time when he's <laughs> lost 20 kegs, he might be a chance. Loz and Tomo. Top of the morning for you. Triple M's Weekend Breakfast.